What's going on, Slow Upgraders? It's your boy Jay back again with another spoiler talk review for The Flash episode four. I have to say this is my favourite, favourite show on TV at the moment. We'll get into the good, the bad and the overall score of this episode. Basically smash that subscribe button for all the latest reviews on comic book content that's coming out. We've got the Snyder Cut review, spoiler, non-spoiler, and then discussing it with Joel and Matches on Saturday on the New Powers podcast. So make sure you definitely subscribe for that. But let's get straight on to the good of this episode. Right, guys, on to the good of this episode. I have to say this show really balances well the... The, the dilemma Superman's got, trying to save the world, then also trying to be a dedicated father, but then also they're throwing two more factors into the mix this week. You've got his marriage on the rocks with Lois, and then you've got General Sam Lane putting maximum pressure onto him. Now, if we're going to be discussing the spoilers in, in this episode, you've got Lois, who wanted uh, Clark to show up at the Smallville Town meeting basically to speak up against Morgan Edge. They really developed the Morgan Edge storyline a lot more in this episode. We got a flashback to some kind of meteor strike and him basically driving um, and stopping at a me- where the meteor hit. And then it cuts to right at the end of the episode where he's, he's able to find um, refined kryptonite in order to bring back the dead. That's going to be really interesting to see where that leads. However, Lois directly asks Clark to, to come and speak to the people of Smallville to try and convince them not to go ahead with he, with Morgan's um, mining operation. Clark was slightly busy at the time. He was, he's been asked by General Sam Lane to, to look over or watch a prisoner transport um, of Kilgrave, who's a fanatic um, who was located at the Metropolis prison. And Clark said he would um, because Clark hasn't been so active within Metropolis at the time. Um, people have started to get a bit more edgy and Intergang, great shout out. Um, Intergang have now stepped up and become a bit more brazen, a bit more, a bit more confident. So Clark agreed that he would watch the transport. Um, however, at the same time, we've got a lot of the CW stuff again with the high school stuff um, on the side and had massive Honestly, I had massive small, small little flashbacks, um, but I'll discuss that in the bad part, um, in, in the bad section, because it seems like they're kind of going to be rehashing certain storylines, which is a little bit concerning. However, um, at the same time where Clark was trying to take down, take down Kilgrave or stop it, um, he then got a beep from his sons to say that there's an incident on the other side of Smallville and uh, Jordan, whose powers seem to be advancing a lot quicker than people thought, um, tried to stop somebody who seems to be meteor infected. Um, I got the, the, the vibes from an episode called Jitters, where um, somebody's arm or their body starts to shake um, fanatically. And then General Sam Lane basically spoke to both of Clark's sons and said, whenever your father's dealing with you, he's not saving the planet. And he made that very clear. And that's why they hesitated in calling their in calling their dad to the situation. Um, I thought that was dealt with really, really, really well in, the, in this episode. Visual effects were fantastic, especially when he's when he's flying around Metropolis. I thought he looked absolutely brilliant. The overall tone of the episode and pacing was done extremely well. Also, I'm glad that they gave Lois more of a storyline, a bit more of an investigation role, a bit more of her confronting Morgan Edge. Basically, as she quit, I believe it was episode two, she quit from the Daily Planet. And now she was trying to release a story exposing Edge. And now 
one of his lackeys, I, th- I believe it's the person who came out with Heat Vision in the last episode, but she confronted Lois at the um, the Smallville Gazette and said that you are uh, in breach of your contract. You can show this to your lawyer. Um, I believe it's like a non-compete where she can't really speak about anything or uh, which, which is quite common in, in high corporate jobs where you, you can't, if you working somewhere you can't directly go and work for a competitor or a rival straight away and then she confronted him directly at the mines and I I thought that the repartee between Lois and and Morgan was absolutely fantastic they've really nailed Lois's demeanor and and Lois's um, speech patterns really really well in this episode so I thought that was handled extremely well Um, I'm really enjoying really really enjoying this show the, the, the way they developed Clark and even that the, they threw in Lois's problems with her not getting enough attention from from Clark and she and the way they did it usually in shows they they leave it to the fact that you find that the partner's being you think the partner's being a bit awkward with it but the way they explained it as if she completely understands that he's got responsibilities however she at the moment she feels like she's bottom of the priority list and uh, to be fair the four episodes that we have seen, we've not really seen much interaction between the two of them. When they yes, they're married and they've got kids and they're in love. However, what the episode did really well um, was explain that she's bottom of the list. And uh, by the end of the episode, they resolved that. And he's and he said, look, I, the reason I'm able to do everything else that I do is because of you first first thought in the morning last thought in the evening and usually that would come across quite cheesy for the cw i reviewed the flash and that was a massive cheese fest that was cheese fest 2021 but this they they dealt with it really well and i I thought it was dealt with with the right amount of class the right amount of understanding and you didn't find that she was nagging him at any point she just expressed the concerns and clark dealt with it by the end of the episode um but let's get on to the bad of the episode um, we'll be discussing uh, quite a bit and um, a lot of Smallville um, feelings and flashbacks for me. Right, guys. So let's get on to the, the bad of this episode. And when I say bad, I'm not I'm not talking like extreme levels or that I discussed in, in my flash review. Make sure you go back and definitely watch that. I struggle with some parts in terms of the storyline where they focus a lot on the high school and the high school drama of it all. And in terms of this episode, what they did was it gave me a lot of strong vibes from Smallville. Now, there's an episode, I believe it's in season one, it might be, it's within the first 10 episodes, I believe, but it's called Jitter or Jitters. And basically a scientist who works at LexCorp develops or gets kryptonite poisoning and it basically causes his hand to start to start shaking. And from this show, What's happened is when Jordan was in the first episode, he went to the bonfire and used his heat vision. Gem- General Sam basically explained that he, when he did that, it mixed with a certain sulfur or chemical, which caught, which has now caused one of the four players who broke his arm to start developing jittery um, aspects or, or jittery powers. Um, and it was very similar to to Smallville. Basically, Jordan high school football player, extremely now extremely popular in school. Jonathan, who was the popular kid, has now switched and has become a bit of a an outsider and they're basically trying to explain how is he going to be able to deal with it. But Jonathan then realises this kid, something definitely wrong with this kid and 
they get embroiled or wrapped up in the storyline where Jonathan and Jordan try and stop him or sedate him and they and John and Jordan gets completely overpowered and they have to call in Clark. Now I, I do understand that there is a certain aspect and member of the viewers are going to be a lot younger than myself. Um, and the CW likes to focus on a, a little bit of teen drama in, in in most of their shows. They throw it in in there. However, it, it just slows. I feel it slows the episode down, um, especially whenever Sarah she's speaking about um, she's discussing her family life at home and her feeling like an outsider and quitting the cheerleading squad and such. It's it's just not directed directly at me. Um, it's not a slight on the show. I think it's handled fairly well. But I just feel like whenever it does focus on on that aspect, it's not done well. Um, in terms of anything else that was bad in the episode, uh, I thought the Lois, um, the Lois and the Lana um, side plot, I, it was fun to watch. But again, it slowed down the aspect of the show. And I'm not a fan of of Lana's husband Kyle, who just comes across as a complete twat um, in the episode. But um, yeah, whenever he's on screen, I, I don't really enjoy it. And the way he was treating Lana in this episode uh, wasn't wasn't great. Um, eventually, they they made up, and Lana basically um, offered an olive branch and said, "Yeah, you're trying to stand up for people in this town." But it, I believe whenever they're presented, or a lot of members of the Smallville community are presented with facts in terms of what Lois is saying, it's just met with "No, well, you don't really know," and and Morgan Edge is here to help, and it's just a bit, it's extremely naive, and uh, I'm, I'm not really enjoying that aspect of it, but I'm, I'm sure Lois will expose Morgan Edge for, for what he, what he is, but I mean, in terms of bad, there's not much bad, it's just slight nitpicks of the episode, um, but let's get on to the overall score. Right, guys, so the overall score of the episode, I thought this was, a, again, a very enjoyable episode, great pacing, um, really good storytelling, uh, visual effects were fantastic, the way they balance out Clark and putting him in, in a dilemma. Subanza is generally, even in the comics, is generally a very hard character to write and to portray on screen. It's making a godlike character seem human. And, and the best way to do that is to try and focus on his humanity and his human aspects. And this show does it extremely well. I enjoyed the, uh, the little bit of conflict with, with Lois. I enjoyed him struggling to balance Sam plus his being a son plus being Superman um, and he's being torn in so many different directions with somebody who's super speed. He can't be everywhere at once. And I'm really enjoying that aspect of the show again, in terms of bad, just when they, they, they move away from that part of it and they focus on um, Jonathan and, and, and Jordan in high school. I love Jonathan Jordan's characters. However, when they start, it seems like they ripped off, a lot of Smallville, and I got a lot of Smallville vibes, which I love. It's my f favorite comic book show, but this show has potential to maybe surpass it in what it's doing in the first four episodes. So, if I'm going to rate this episode out of 10, um, I'll give it an 8.5. But, guys, what do you think? Leave a comment below your rating out of 10. Um, leave comments if you agree or, or disagree with me, um, and make sure you um, smash that subscribe button for. Uh, more reviews and discussions on comic book content coming out. I am Jay, and thanks for watching the Spoiler Talk Review of Superman and Lois. I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.